This is the third series, Do You See What I See? Isang tanong ng Diyos sa ating lahat. Nagtatanong ang Diyos sa iyo ngayon, Do you see what I see? Kumusta ang pagtingin mo sa Diyos? Kasi po, I believe, you will never know yourself. Hindi mo makilala ang sarili mo kung hindi mo kilala ang Diyos. You will never have a correct or a healthy pagtingin sa sarili mo if you do not first see God accurately. So napakahalaga na maging malinaw ang ating pagtingin sa Diyos. Kung sino siya? God is not like your father on earth. Hindi siya perfect. God is not like yung, yung, yung mga ordinary man nagbibigay ng love with strings attached. God loves unconditionally. And He's a perfect father. So pag naayos niyong pagtingin natin sa Diyos, makikita natin siya, He's a holy God. But at the same time, He's very relational. Mataas ang standard ng Diyos. 100% lang. Pag 99.999%, bagsak ka sa grado ng Diyos. It has to be perfect because God is perfect. He is holy. Kakalungkot. Pag nalaman mo na holy God, ako hindi holy, parang doon tayo nakakaroon ng parang umaayaw, nahihiya pumasok sa sa presensya ng Diyos, sasabihin na, hindi ako pwede mag-church, masusunog ako doon. And then, nagiging mababa ang pagtingin natin sa sarili natin because we saw God holy. Pero dapat makita natin yung kabilang side ng Diyos. He's not only holy, He's reaching out sa atin in a relationship. Oo, mataas ang standard niya, pero mataas din ang kanyang pag-ibig. Mata- God has truth. God gives the laws and the commandments. But God also gives grace and mercy and He forgives. So pag malinaw and very healthy and accurate yung ating pagtingin sa Diyos, nagiging malinaw yung self-esteem natin. And as I discussed last week, we see that because of God, you're acceptable. Wala na yung, pag, yung pagtingin mo sa sarili mo, I'm, I'm not worthy, I'm not... I'm marumi ako. I'm ugly. No, you're lovable. Pero yung track record ko, ang dami kong palpak, ang dami kong, my life is broken. My family's broken. My, my, my habits are, are sinful. I'm, yes, but you're forgivable. Sa mata ng Diyos, He sees you as acceptable, as lovable. He sees you as forgivable. And He sees you as very capable Basta nakokonek ka kay Jesus Christ. Because with Christ, I can do all things. Dahil sa kanyang biyaya na napasa akin, flowing through me, nagbibigay ng strength, nagbibigay ng power to become who I'm supposed to become. And God gives capability for you to do kung anong inasign na God sa'yo. Whatever He gave you to do. So here's the point. Without Christ, I'm nothing. Now I see myself. Kung sino talaga ako, akala mo kung sino ka. But when you seek Jesus Christ, when you seek God's holiness, you know without Him, I'm nothing. But with Christ, I'm everything. Na cured na yung low self-esteem and you become confident. Like Isaiah, in Isaiah chapter 6, nakita ni Isaiah na isang vision na kung saan pinakita ng Diyos sa kanya yung example ng kanyang 
kaligtasan. And when he saw the holiness of God, sabi niya, I'm doomed. Wala akong pag-asa dito. Hiyang-hiya na siya. But then, he saw the salvation na kinuha ng uling sa altar and it touched his lips. But it did not burn his lips off. It burned his guilt off. It did not destroy him. It took away the sin. And when he saw what happened to him, when he saw the way that he was without hope, he was dead, he was doomed, but then, dahil sa gawa ni God sa kanya, the operation that happened to him, he saw he was changed. His guilt was removed. And the very natural next step, the very automatic response doon sa nangyari sa kanya, was he volunteered. When the Lord said, Who can I send? Who will go for me? Isaiah said, Here am I. Send me. Before he was so shy, so incapable. So so uh, he looked at himself so down. But now, once he saw kung sino na siya kay Cristo, kung sino na siya after salvation, nagvolunteer siya. I want to challenge you today. Just volunteer. If you know who you are in Christ, you step up and you say to the Lord today, Here am I. Send me. Use me. I'm capable in Christ. Without Christ, I'm, I, I can do nothing. But with Christ, I can do all things. Because He gives me strength. I have been made acceptable. He loved me, hindi dahil sa akin, kundi dahil sa Kanya. Ang Dios ay pag-ibig. That's why He loved me. So when we start to have a healthy and accurate, true perspective of God, it changes the way we see ourselves. And today's topic is, it changes the way we see other people. When you see God, when you see yourself, then it will now let you see the world and the people around you in a different way than before. How do you see people? Nakakadisturbo. Kakasar. We usually complain about people at work, people at school, people around. We usually have all of our chismes, all of our reclamo about people. God wants to convert your eyes today. Nag magbibigay ng Diyos ng panibagong lenses, ng panibagong set of eyes para makakita ka ng accurately ng mga tao. And God wants to show us that we don't see people as before. Listen to this verse, verses of Scripture sa 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Please follow along. Uh, it says every, it says we know now, we know what it means to fear the Lord. So we try to persuade others. We are ruled by the love of Christ now that we recognize that one man died for everyone. He died for all so that those who live should no longer live for themselves but for only for Him who died and was raised to life for their sake. Listen to this. No longer then do we judge anyone by human standards. 
Ibig sabihin, no longer do we look at people in the same way. Anyone who is joined to Christ, okay? Sino mga joined to Christ dito? Sinong tumanggap kay Jesus? Okay? Paul is saying, iba na yung pagtingin ko sa mga tao na kipag-isa kay Kristo. Who are they? What do they look like? They are a new being. The old is gone. The new has come. And all this is done by God who through Christ changed us from enemies into His friends and gave us the task. You have been given a task, a mission of making others His friends also. His appeal through us. Here we are then, ready? Here we are then speaking for Christ as though God Himself were making His appeal through us. We plead on Christ's behalf, let God change you from enemies into His friends. And verse 1 of chapter 6 says, We beg you, you who have received God's grace, not to let it be wasted. Sabi dun, Paul said, We know, alam na natin, nakikita natin, we can see who God is. Because we fear the Lord, we see Him so holy. Now, we want to have the natural response of seeing other people differently. Magbabago ang ating pagiging Kristiano when we see ourselves accurately. You will not just be a container of the grace of God. You will now shift. Hindi ka lang container, kundi dispenser. Nakikita mo yung difference? One is, it's all about me. I receive God's blessing. Lord, bless me, fill me. Pero when you see who you are, kasi kasama ang mission sa kaligtasan mo. When God saves you, He gives you a calling. He wants to use you. Okay, nag-volunteer si Isaiah. So you're not just a reservoir of water. You become a river. A river whose streams makes glad the city of God. You're not just focused on God loves me. God loves me. God heals me. God saves me. God serves me. Now you move. And you're, the way you see life, the way you see people now is more of God loves people through me. Not just God loves me. But God loves people through me. God sends me. It says in 2 Corinthians, we are Christ's ambassadors. His Excellency, Mac Jim Carino, the ambassador of the kingdom of heaven. You're an ambassador. So, you, you, your, your, your salvation has a calling. It's not just for you. It's for you. To say, here am I. Send me. Magpapagamit ako. Use me. And so we are called to reach out. Alam ko may risk. Kasama dito po is there's a risk when you reach others. If you invite them, they might reject you. If you love them, they might not love you in return. If you try to help someone, they might not appreciate 
So there's a risk in connecting with people. Are you willing to take that risk? Kung kilala mo kung sino ka ngayon na kay Kristo, you will take all the risk. Because ang kabasihan ng self-worth mo ay hindi dun sa response ng ibang tao. Your self-esteem is based on God's way of seeing you. You see yourself the way God sees you. Kaya hindi ka nahihiya. Hindi ka natatakot. Friends, God wants you to live a life that is connected to people. So, I, I, I get sad in my heart when I see people, even Christians, na ayaw makikonect sa tao. As if namamuhay sila disconnected. Parang yung isang landline na naka-off-hook. Hindi na pwedeng incoming calls. It's off-hook. It's busy. It's, it's disconnected from the network. It's inaccessible, Right? And there are people, I don't know if one of them is you, who's just living disconnected from people dahil natatakot ka mag-connect. It's risky. Anytime you choose to love, you take a risk. Tipo ba? You're vulnerable. You might get hurt again, right? But if you know yourself, you'll just step out. And you'll see people differently. Now listen. Jesus said in Matthew 5, verse 46, If you love only those who love you, what reward is there for that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you're kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. So ang atipong topic ngayon is look, listen, and feel. Can you say that with me? Look, listen, and feel. God wants to have us look differently at people, listen to them, and feel for them. Feel with them. God has shown us. God has revealed Himself to us. And then He shows us and He teaches us kung who we are now then He wants to let you see other people the way He sees them. Are you ready for that? Because you'll never function properly until you get the eyes of God and see things the way He sees it. So number one, application today. Look around and actually see people. See them. It's different to look at someone but you don't always see them. <laughs> Look around and actually see them. When Jesus looked at the crowds, the Bible said there that He saw them like sheep without shepherd. So the part A here is see and look for, look at their spiritual needs. Did you know you have a spirit? And the people around you also have a spirit. Mga tao, mga kasama mo sa trabaho, may spirit din sila. Nakikita mo lagi is yung physical. Nakikita mo lagi is yung trabaho, yung performance nila, yung ugali nila, yung pagtrato nila sa'yo. But how about getting the eyes of God so that you see what's happening in the spirit world? 
Because there's another reality, a greater reality. There are different players, different things happening in the spirit. Na hindi mo makikita sa physical eyes. But may God give you eyes not just in your head, but eyes in your heart. So you can see. Jesus saw spiritual needs. He saw a crowd of people. Hindi niya sinabi niya, gulo nila, maingay nila. Maingay sila. They are so... Uh, uh, sa daming tao dito sa Jerusalem or kung saan siya nakita ng mga crowds you know what he said they're like sheep without a shepherd he saw they need a shepherd they need pastoring they need a savior Jesus saw the spiritual needs ganon din si, si Paul the apostle Paul in Acts chapter 17 he went to Athens and the Bible said he was greatly upset Great, he was disturbed sa kanyang spirit. Bakit? When he noticed how full of idols the city was. So nakita ni Paul na there is a spiritual bondage here. These people need spiritual feeding. They need the truth. And so we need to have eyes that sees spiritual needs. In your family, do you see the spiritual needs of your children? The spiritual need of your spouse? Are you sensitive in the spirit world? See, when you see God accurately, then you see yourself, then you start to see clearly. Ganyan pala sila. And I was always being corrected, actually, by Bambi. Because yung mga bata, minsan, Magulo talaga sila. As in, rebellious, and, and they destroy things, and then they do dangerous things. Abang maandar yung sasakyan, they would habul yung sasakyan. They do things na talagang unreasonable and nakakaasar, and it really tests our patience. How many of you know what I'm talking about? If you just go with, go with us on missions, and you know what I'm talking about. It's not easy. It takes a lot of patience. And I said to Bambi, you know, you've got to you gotta control them. You gotta stop. You know, and I would say some things because I'm seeing the physical manifestations. And Bambi would say, "Tingnan mo naman yung family nila. Kaya nakaganon sila. Tingnan mo naman. Just look at why they're doing that. Why they're behaving that way. They have a deep hurt." Kaya nagma-manifest dyan sa physical. So we need to have eyes that sees beyond the obvious. Are you following me? Is this helping you? You need to see the spiritual needs of people. And of course, secondly, B, is you need to see the physical needs of people. Now, when we go around, do you just look at people? Or do you see them? Paul and... Uh, in Acts chapter 14, Paul saw a guy who was crippled, a man who was crippled. And it says in 14.8, when Paul saw, he had faith. How could you see someone having faith? Can you see faith? <laughs> no, not in the physical, but in the spiritual, saw, Paul could see he had faith. Spiritual discernment. And then it goes on, then, and he had faith that he could be healed, he looked straight at the man. And do na yung physical. 
So Paul was seeing people in both ways, the spiritual and the physical. And he made eye contact. Ganon din si Peter and John. Pumupunta sila sa temple, e may beggar doon. Sabi niya, give me money, give me money. How many of you know that in San Fernando, a lot of beggars now? Kakaasara, no? They do like that. Mga ganon. And what happens? Do you usually look at them? Or you try to avoid Alam mo, sa akin, kahit na 15 or 20 people, a crowd of people, and I'm standing there, dederecho sila sa akin. They will bypass all of my companions and go straight to me. And they will... Purao. Jackpot. So they would do that. And you know, I, I, don't, I don't always give, but I always try to make a connection. I'll just smile, and I usually give some physical touch. I'll just pat them on the back. I, I, I don't want, nah, of course not, nah, it's always going to give, but I want to see them. Not just look at someone, but see them. So I would always smile, give a, con- give a physical, if my children, I would just touch them with a good touch. And then sometimes I will even ask them for money. I will beg also and get money from them. I say, give me all, lahat ng pera mo, ibigay mo sa akin. I'm just trying to make fun with them and make a connection. Because we need to see people. And the two tips that I want to give you is, first of all, slow down. Ang pace ng buhay natin sobrang bilis. We're rushing to work, we're rushing, and, and we're so busy and so fast. When you go so fast, you cannot see people. Did you know that? Sabi nila, mabilis ako mag-drive. Hindi raw. Pero the faster you drive, the less you see. Did you know that? You don't see, you can see a billboard, pero saglit lang hindi mo mabasa. Hindi mo ma makukuha yung message no ng mga billboard. You will not see the new buildings or the people around. The faster you go in life, if you don't slow down, you'll never see people. You'll never see what God wants to show you about the world. Magiging malabo ang vision mo sa life. So first thing is slow down. Second thing is make eye contact with people. It doesn't cost anything just make eye contact. Look at people eye to eye. Kasi doon, makikita mo, pinapakita mo yung sincerity, pinapakita mo na I care about you, I see you. And why do you need to see people? Let me tell you. Because God sees you. Did you know one of the nicknames of God, isa sa mga pangalan ng Diyos is El, you've heard probably El Shaddai. But there's another name of God, El Roi. Everybody say that. El Roi. And it means God who sees me. This name was revealed. This characteristic of God was revealed to Hagar, yung kapit ni Abraham. Nung pina, pinalaya siya. And she was so alone in the desert. And she thought everybody had forgotten her. Nobody sees her. Nobody cares. Pinakita ng Dios ng kanyang sarili sa kanya. And he revealed himself bilang El Roi, the God who sees me. 
Did you know God sees you? God is not just looking at you. He sees. He notices you. In fact, Matthew, in Matthew, Jesus said, Alam ng Dios ng bilang ng mga buhok mo. Now, for some people, that's not such a hard, that's not a big number. But for some people, did you know that, every, you know, Bambi loses about, I don't know, 400 pieces every day. Which, pag nagsusukla yan, ang dami na sa sahig. But alam ng Dios ng bilang. He knows how many hairs you have. God notices you. God sees you. He has your name inscribed at the palm of His hand. And because God sees you, He's calling you to see others the way He sees them. You might see people as kakadisturbo, high, high maintenance, I don't want to connect with them. I don't want to be bothered by them. But that is not how God sees people. That's just how you see them. Seep and more. God loved those people enough that Jesus died for them. Pati kaaway mo. Nagaasar sayo, but God loved that Jesus can forgive them the way He forgave you. Jesus accepts them the way He accepted you. So if you feel rejecting someone, if you feel I don't want to forgive that person, stop for a moment at isipin mo, how does God see that person? Ikaw galit na galit sa tao na yan. But is God angry sa kanya? Ikaw nagtatampo sa kanya kasi ginawa niya. You don't want to forgive? You want to ganti? But is that the eyes, is that the way God sees the person? Friends, you need to get into alignment with the perspective of God. Otherwise, mananatili kang bulag sa pagtingin mo sa buhay. And it won't function properly until you get the perspective of God. Even if it conflicts with what you think, with what you feel, sino mas accurate feelings mo o salita ng Diyos experiences mo or yung opinion ng Diyos God is correct God is right so the second point today is this first thing is see people and really see them number two is listen proactively I mean proactive is yung parang may energy pa na pinoproduce <laughs> You're not just hearing people. See, right now, you're hearing me. You hear my voice. Kasi naka-amplifier ako. But it's different when you're listening to me proactively. And sometimes I'm guilty of that sa bahay. Naririnig ko ang mga sinasabi ni Bambi. Sorry, honey. But hindi ako laging nakikinig. You know, naririnig pero hindi nakikinig. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Amen. <laughs> How many of your wives know? Nagsasalita, 100% sigurado, naririnig niya. Hindi naman siya bingi. Pero mafe-feel mo, hindi nakikinig. 
And we need to listen proactively. Number one, first of all, we need to listen to the voice of God. I know that you guys come here and you hear the preaching every week. You hear it. But my question is, are you listening to it? See? Listening proactively. And I'm so proud of this church. I'm so proud of you. Because you know what you do? You have ball pen. And you take the handout and you fill in the blanks. And you circle the verses. And you underline. And you double check the Bible. And you meditate. And you write down notes. And then you keep... Many of you even compile the handouts week after week. And do a collection. Ka. And you review that from time to time. And most of you have a cell group. And you, you, you talk about the topic in the cell group. And you apply it. You read the questions to each other. That's proactive listening. Jesus said this. He said, in John chapter 5, verse 30. Would you read that with me? Of myself, I am unable to do anything. As the voice comes to me, so I give a decision. Nakinig ang Panginoon Jesus sa tinig ng kanyang Father. And you need to listen to the voice of God. And in 1 Corinthians 12, nabanggit doon ng isang spiritual gift is a word of knowledge. A word of knowledge is a spiritual gift na kung saan nag, naglalagay ng Diyos ng isang salita, isang word, isang kaalaman na hindi mo na nalaman. It's a word that you did not study. No one else told you that. You did not know it. But God put and spoke a word into your spirit at nalaman mo something that you did not have know, that you did not know before. And we need to listen to the voice of God dahil manguusap ang Diyos sa atin at nag, mag, nagbibigay siya ng guidance, ng words so that you will know what to do sa buhay mo. And malalaman mo how to pray for people. How to be effective sa iyong pag-minister ministering to other people. And you will not know that without God's guidance. So we need to hear the voice of the Lord. We need to listen every day to the voice of God and pray for a word of wisdom. This past week, uh, may mga decisions I had to make and everything within me. There was people I, I wanted to, 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 to confront and, and talk to. Like, and everything inside of me wanted to, to, to do this. To, to go and, and talk and, and, and deal with the situation. But the voice of the Lord and the word of wisdom that I got from the Lord was, don't say anything. And dahil nagbigay ng guidance ang Diyos, ang ganda ng outcome. And when you make business decisions, when you make uh, relationship moves, talking to people, dealing with things sa bahay, you need the voice of the Lord. You need to hear God. Hindi sa tenga, sa puso. Naglalagay, nanguusap ang Diyos sa heart, and then from the heart, nag-umaangat, nag nagsasurface sa isip. Okay? And then you have 
wisdom how to deal with it number two or letter B Jan is listen to people tell their stories people around you are longing to be heard did you know that so people just want someone who will listen very deep need sa ating lahat we want to be heard we want someone na nakikinig buti na lang andyan si God nakikinig sa ating mga prayers but people have a need to be listened I call that the ministry of a good listener minsan wala kang ina-advise basta nakikinig ka lang sa mga stories lumalabas pag nagsasalita sila and then nakikinig ka lang lumalabas na ang kanilang hurts fears, ang kanilang mga weaknesses and interests, iba-iba mga lumalabas doon and nakikinig ka lang nakapag-minister ka na maski wala kang sinasabi and that is the ministry of listening and then Galatians 6.2 says carry one another's burdens oh, how, how will you carry someone's burden? well you do that by listening to their stories and then carry the burden in prayer so kung dati your, your view of people is masyado silang madaldal Sana tumigil na para makasingit din ako. Diba ganon? If before, that's how you see people. If before, you see uh, your friendships and your conversations is puro about me. But now, when you see yourself kung sino ka talaga kay Kristo, then you start seeing people, they have needs. And you start listening to them. And you start listening to God tell you about them. And God will reveal the secrets to you so that you will know how to pray, what to do, how to deal with them. Very effective. Makinig ka sa Diyos, makinig sa mga tao. And then number three is feel other people's situation. <laughs> feel their situation. My, uh, uh, Jesus felt people. In fact, John 11.35, kung gusto mo ng pinakaikli na memory verse, buong Bible, the shortest verse, Jesus wept. Jesus wept. Probably John wept also. But Jesus wept in John 11.35. Ibig sabihin, na-feel ni Jesus yung feelings ng kanya mga kasama. Jesus feels our feelings. Romans chapter 12, verse 15 says, Rejoice with those who rejoice. And weep. Feel the emotions. Makiayon ka sa situation din nila. Weep with those who weep. Now, Letter A, John, is understand before being understood. Ano ibig sabihin? Minsan, we want people to understand us, right? Sasabihin natin, magre-reklamo pa, walang nakakaintindi sa akin. Nobody understands me. I hope you understand me. I hope someone understands me. Puro me, 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 me. Pero when you see the Lord you see yourself properly, nag-upgrade na yung pagtingin mo sa mga tao. Himbis na, I hope he understands me. Your mind will start thinking, I hope I can understand him. Panginoon, bigyan mo ako ng malinaw na pagtingin sa kanya. Let me hear your voice tungkol sa kanya and let me feel kung anong situation niya. My mother used to always correct me 
when I would come home complaining about someone. I would get hurt by someone or disappointed sa mga behavior ng ibang tao. And my mom would always not really defend them, but she would say to me, Timothy, hindi mo alam kung ano yung situation nila. You just don't know. No one knows. Who knows that maybe namatayan sila? Or maybe they had a really bad day. Kaya nagganon yung behavior nila. You just don't know the background. So try to understand. Try to put yourself in their shoes. Because you need to understand first before trying to be understood, right? And then when Jesus uh, felt people's pain and when Jesus felt you read the, the Gospels. Read the Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. And daming nakalagay doon na Jesus had compassion for them. He felt pity. He felt encouraged. He was amazed. Ang dami nakalagay sa Gospels. Jesus felt people. And one time, He's walking sa daming tao. They were pushing Him. And a woman who was bleeding, 12 years, non-stop bleeding, she said, if I could touch Jesus... I would be healed. And so many people touching Jesus, but she touched the edge of his clothes like that. And Jesus said, who touched me? He felt her. And he feels you. Jesus said, I felt power going out of me. As if he was bearing her burden, carrying a part of that load. And he said, I felt someone. And here's the thing. When Jesus felt her, she felt better. When you feel with people, when you empathize, it helps. It does help. It ministers to them. And so when you look at people, try to feel for them. Try to empathize and understand where they're coming from. Jesus in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 18. Read this with me. So, talking about Jesus. Hebrews 2, 18. He himself. Ready? Go. He, uh, he has himself felt the pain of temptation and trial. He is also able instantly to help those who are tempted and tried. Ibig sabihin, Jesus feels your pain. And so, uh, you need to try to feel other people. And secondly, dyan sa feel their situation, is let God touch you first. Let God touch you. And when God touches you, you'll begin reaching out to touch others. You see, this whole message is about yung ating response sa tao. And when you love people, when you serve people, when you help people, when you forgive people who hurt you, listen, the key is this. You don't do that because of them. You don't forgive people because they deserve to be forgiven. love people because they're lovable. They're not. Sometimes they're not lovable. They're unlovely. 
and you don't serve people, you don't help people, you don't give your life for people, dahil sa kanila. But dahil you have received love from God. And you have received forgiveness of your sins. So big. And you have received God's approval and acceptance. And so dahil nakatanggap ka, kaya nagbibigay. Tandaan mo, you don't have to be kind to your spouse because of her. Because of God. I love Bambi. But I don't, I'm not patient with her because of her. I'm patient with her because God is patient with me. Do you understand me? I, I don't forgive her because nagsorry siya. Nagpapakumbaba siya. Nag, naging, naging repentant siya and she promised I won't do it again. I don't forgive her because of her. I forgive her because God has forgiven me so much. Do you understand? I don't love the church. I don't love Filipinos because of Filipinos. Nung first time ako pumunta dito sa Pilipinas, wala pa akong kakilala ng is, kahit isang Pilipino. I don't know anyone in the Philippines. I did not come to the Philippines because I love Filipinos so much. I came to the Philippines because I love God. Do you understand? And I stayed in the Philippines not because I love it so much and I just love, I just want to no, I stay here and I do what I do because God has stuck with me and done so much in my life. Do you understand? It's not because of them. We, you, yung, yung tamang pagtingin mo sa world, yung tamang pagtingin mo sa ibang tao, dapat hindi dahil sa kanila. Hindi yan ang kabasihan natin. How we treat people is not because of them. How we treat people is because of how God treated us. Are you following me? You can forgive anybody if that is your way of looking at things. You can love and help and serve anybody on any occasion if you have a correct understanding of how God has dealt with you. It's amazing. May God give us eyes that sees clearly. You've got to have a supernatural miracle happen to your mind and understanding. I mean, how could you, how could you believe the Word of God na nagsasabing, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is a pure virgin bride of Christ, walang wrinkle or stain, walang mancha. And you could see so many people here who are imperfect, who are broken, who are hurting, who are needing help. How could you see that? You need spiritual eyes to see the body of Christ the way Christ sees the body of Christ. Not the way you think or see. You need eyes to see your spouse and your boss and the, your neighbors, how God sees them. And when you upgrade your vision of yourself, kasama doon yung pag giging handa na mag-serve sa ibang tao. And you'll say, here am I. 
send me. Let God touch you because 2 Corinthians 1.3 says, He comforts us when we are in trouble so that... Okay, why does God touch you? Why does God comfort you? Listen to this. 2 Corinthians 1.3 He comforts us when we're in trouble. Read it with me. So that we can share that same comfort with others in trouble. God's dealings with you has a purpose beyond you. God has called you. He wants to send you to others. He wants to connect you to others and make you his vessel, his dispenser, his river, his channel, his instrument, his ambassador to the world around you. The question is, would you let God touch you first? Because you cannot touch others properly. You cannot see other people correctly unless you first receive the touch from God. Unless God first cleaned you and removed your guilt and changed your way of seeing yourself. A person with low self-esteem will never step up and be used by God. He would always say, let somebody else do it. Not me. Hindi ako pwede. Hindi ako kaya. Hindi ako marunong. Wala akong alam. Bakit? You cannot be used by God. Pag ganyan ang pagtingin mo sa sarili mo. You've got to upgrade your identity card and see yourself the way God sees you. I'm acceptable, lovable, forgivable, capable. Then you will step forward. The natural response is you'll say, here am I. Use me. At work, use my life. Use my testimony. Use my smile or whatever you can offer. Use me, Lord. Here am I. Send me. Gawin ma akong ambassador mo. Sabi ni Bambi, I can be patient with them. Yung mga taong na nakaka-offend sa kanya or um, yung mga kids na pag rowdy na, out of control, and she would say, or, or people that hurt her, did she would say, I can be patient with them because galing din ako doon. I've been there before. I understand them. You know, she, the, the, the youth, when she works with them, iba-ibang mga problema sa bahay and all of that. And she says, I've come from there. I know what it feels like. And I've been immature and I've been rebellious and I've been like that before. Kaya, I can extend some tolerance sa kanila. Alam mo, aganda. When you realize, hey, without Christ, I'm nothing too. Hey, without Christ, I was doomed. It changes the way you see people. See? Are you going to let Christ touch you today? Are you going to let God touch you? Yung pamangkin ko, about, he was about two and a half or three years old. You know, he's a half Filipino. Pamangkin ko. So maybe 
yung ugali ng Pilipino, nagmana, mahiyain. Mahiyain siya. And one of the things he said, although hindi siya nagtatagalog English dun sa States, but he said, pag may mga tao around, mga relatives namin, basta small, and he feels parang as if they're looking at him, they're noticing him. He said this, he said, don't see me. Ayaw, ayaw niya na may nakatingin sa kanya. Ayaw niya na may, may mamamansin sa kanya. Don't see me. Don't see me. And you know, there's Christians and there's people among us who are like that too. You know, God is El Roe. He sees you. Are you willing to let Him see you? Are you willing to let Him see inside your heart? Alam mo, kumakatok ang Panginoon sa pintuan ng puso mo pero hindi siya pinipilit. You and you alone has control of the door to open and be seen by God or to close and hide and avoid connecting with Him. But God wants to see you. He can see you. And the second thing is hearing. Uh, before, when I was playing piano, my brothers criticized me. And so, nakaroon ako ng low self-esteem. And so, I would always try to play and practice the piano pag walang nakakarinig sa akin. Umalis sila sa bahay, saka nalang akong upo doon. And I don't want them to hear me. You know, God hears our prayers. God hears the cry of your heart today. But it's up to you if you would let Him hear you. You know, there's some people that just don't want to be heard. Uh, when we have cell groups, sometimes the prayer, someone will pray. Na, pag jamming, jamming lang, ang lakas ng boses. Pagdating sa prayer, kahit ganitong kalapit, hindi mo, hindi mo maririnig. They're praying so quiet na parang, ano? Hindi mo maririnig. And I think, somehow, dahil siguro, insecure, nahihiya, they just don't want to be heard. They just don't want to be exposed. But God wants and God can hear you today. And then there are times when I, in our missions, I would reach out and hug one of the young boys Dahil alam ko na they don't receive that from their own fathers. Kung ano yung touch is palo or something na hindi good. So sometimes I will try to embrace the boys and mafe-feel mo minsan, in-embrace mo sila, meron silang parang naninigas sila and they parang there's a resistance. They feel very uncomfortable and they just want you to stop touching me. Don't touch me. And they feel, you know, they would freeze up and they would feel very awkward and feel very embarrassed and they would just want to f- hurry and let that moment be finished. And some people, not physically, but spiritually, just don't want to be touched by God. 
I can discern that sometimes in the service when the Spirit of God comes down and falls in this place and people are and it's like the, the windows and the door of heaven is open. So accessible, Ang Dios sayo. He's so accessible. He's so touchable. And He's reaching out. And like I reach out to hug the kids. It's not a bad touch. It's a good touch. I'm not hurting them. I want to, I want to communicate sa kanila. I love you. I, I receive. I accept you. Ganon din ang communication ng Dios sa iyong He's saying... I'm accessible and I'm reaching out. I love you. I'm not here to spank you. I'm here to embrace you and to receive you. But still, still, sometimes we are tempted to just not receive that touch from God. And you feel awkward. Maybe you feel embarrassed. And you just want to don't touch me, God. Let just let me be religious. Just let me watch, but don't touch me. Don't be very connected. Don't make me cry. Don't make me feel into don't don't touch me on the inside. And maybe some of you today are like that. Maybe God has tried weak after week after week many occasions God tried to touch you but you would not have him touch you you would put a barrier in your heart you would naninigas you would you would start to feel awkward and uncomfortable and you would put forth some kind of spiritual resistance so that you would not receive his touch God will not force it but I'm telling you, God sees you and He hear He can hear you today. God hears that. God will carry that with you. And God wants to touch you. God wants to touch you today. And as He sees you and hears you and touches you, it changes your life. So that you're able to see others and hear them and, and, and touch and reach out to other people. You cannot do this unless you let God touch you first. How many of you want a touch from God today? Raise up your hand. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes today. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. And He sees. And He hears. And He wants to touch. I want you to just humble your heart right now to the Lord. And say, Lord, here am I. See me. Pray, Lord, here am I. Listen to the cry of my heart. And begin to just meditate in your heart, knowing that He understands you. That he feels you. 
and he wants to touch you. And I want to give you, we began anyone here, if you had not yet received Jesus, he has received you. And he's reaching out to you today. And ang suggestion ko, if you have not yet confirmed yung pagtanggap mo kay Jesus, sumabay ka sa prayer na ito at sabihin mo, Lord Jesus, I need you. Forgive me of my sin. Pumasok po kayo sa aking puso. Bigyan mo po ako ng panibagong buhay. Change me. Heal me. Be my Savior and the Lord of my life. I surrender to you. Amen. If you need a touch from the Lord today, you don't have to resist that. You don't have to reject that. Why don't we all stand up together right now? Just stand up. And if, if you need a touch from the Lord, if you would like to let God touch you, itong application, if you want God to touch you, don't you just lift up your hand. Just raise up your hand. And God's going to touch you today. Everybody here. Just, Father, touch us, Lord. Spirit, touch your church. Steer the hearts of men, women. Lord, revive us. Change the way we, we see and hear. Change the way we feel and act towards others. Give us your downloads. Give us your opinion of people. Help us to see life the way you see it. Help us to see people from your perspective. Convert our eyes Lord cause us to really have your feelings and your emotions towards others thank you that you see us thank you Lord that you hear our prayer and thank you that you touched us today Lord touch your church and just let us see you for who you are and see ourselves accurately Lord, I pray that you lift off right now from everyone in this church. You break that spirit of inferiority. You break that spirit of low self-esteem, self-hatred, guilt, shame. In Jesus' name, let that spirit be broken and replace it with a spirit of love and acceptance, confidence and capacity to achieve by your grace everything you have assigned for us to do in life. Lord, change the way we see ourselves and change the way we think and look upon others. We want to care for others like Jesus cared for me. Let that rain of your grace fall on us today in Jesus' name.